0: Welcome to Fables and Fairy Tales, where this week the story is... Come on, little camel! This story was written by me, and it's based on a folktale from Syria. Here to read it to you, it is I your storyteller chip cahoo this is part three and there's more to see if you missed everything before today catch up at fablespodcast.co.uk but if the story is with you then let us continue It was night. Elsie could hear the hissing of sand snakes. She could hear the tapping of scorpion legs skittering across the dunes. And in the distance, she could hear the laughter of hyenas. She began to cry. She was in big trouble now, bigger than any trouble she'd ever been in and she was carrying the presents for a king, everyone was going to be furious with her, and she was probably going to die. As a tear slipped down her cheek, she thought of Mummy Camel's face, stern, angry, disappointed. She thought of Daddy Camel's face, strict, fuming, rejecting, She thought of Grandma Camel's face, soft, sympathetic and sweet, as she said, "'Chin up, little camel!' Elsie shook her head. "'Chin up? What's the point of holding my chin up? What's so good about looking at the...' And as she looked up, she gasped, though not from terror this time from wonder. Wow! There in the sky was the biggest, brightest, most beautiful star she had ever seen. Elsie came out from her little cave. The star was so bright it was making sparkles in the sand. She couldn't see her family's hoof prints anymore. The sandstorm had blown them all away. But the light of the star helped her see far into the distance. And in that direction, under the star, Elsie could see a town. Elsie gasped again, this time with understanding. The Magi were right. Stars could help you understand the world. This one was obviously showing her a place she could go and ask for help. So Elsie began trotting in that direction. She could still hear snakes and scorpions and hyenas, but they sounded even further away now, like the star was helping her stay safe. Yes, it was hot and dry and dusty, and soon Elsie was sweating and panting and coughing a little. But if she saw a cactus, It didn't interest her right now. Nothing was as wondrous as that star. At last, Elsie arrived at the town. The sign on the gates said that the town was called... uh, Sorry, I always forget. It was something beginning with... B. That's it. Bethlehem. When Elsie stepped into the streets of Bethlehem, she soon realised that she didn't need to ask anyone for help. The walls around the town had kept out the sandstorm, so she could now see her family's hoof prints. She knew it was them because they were right next to the hoof prints of four horses and four elephants. They had arrived in Bethlehem too! Yay! Excited, Elsie almost galloped through the town. The presence didn't feel so heavy now. Eventually, the Hoof Prince took her to a house with a sign saying IN. And, amazingly, that beautiful star seemed to be shining in the sky directly above it. Well, almost directly. It actually looked like it was directly above the garden. So Elsie went around the side of the inn to find the garden. And when she arrived, She gasped, with wonder again. There, in the stable, was a sight even more beautiful than the star. All of Elsie's family were standing around the twelve wise men, who were standing around a father and a mother, who were standing around a crib, with the cutest baby boy inside. Elsie beamed with joy until she saw the looks on the faces of the wise men and the animals. The wise men looked stern, angry, disappointed. The animals looked strict, fuming, unforgiving. But the mother was smiling. At first, Elsie thought the mother was probably smiling at her baby boy. But then Elsie realised, no, the mother was smiling at her, (laughs) Elsie. (laughs) Little camel, said the mother with such a soft and sweet voice. You got here carrying all those gifts through the desert by yourself. You dear thing, please come over here and join us. Elsie went over and the wise men began unloading their presents for the baby. Gifts of gold, frankincense, and... and... (sighs) Sorry, I told you, I always forget the last one. After the mother and father thanked the wise men for their generous gifts, the mother then said something that Elsie had never heard before. Thank you, little camel. Hearing those words gave Elsie an incredible feeling inside. A mixture of excitement, joy and a kind of warmth. Then the mother said, Little Camel, may I ask you to do an even bigger job for me? You see, my baby boy here is very special and people will want to celebrate his birthday for many years. He is happy to have these presents of gold, frankincense and myrrh, but I think he wants to share that happiness with every other child in the world. So every time his birthday comes around, please could you take presents to all the other children around here in the same way you brought them to us today? Because you found your way through the desert, I know you can do it. Elsie was delighted to be asked. She was honoured! And because the mother believed she could do it, she nodded her head. That's why, ever since then, Santa hasn't needed to worry about taking presents to the Middle East. Elsie the little camel has done instead. It's been so long that the rest of the world has forgotten nine of the wise men, and they've even forgotten the elephants and horses. But people in the Middle East remember most of them, and they definitely remember Elsie. Who knows, maybe if you send your Christmas letter to Elsie, she'll visit you this Christmas Eve too. That was the tale of Come On Little Camel, thank you for sharing it with me. Now we're taking a little break for the holidays You've got more important things to worry about than podcasts Like making Christmas cards for your favourite people But we'll be back with you on the first Tuesday in 2023 With a brilliant story about a bright bird called Billy Who sadly can't fly Not unless he can complete a dangerous quest up the side of a mountain You won't want to miss it To make sure you don't, check that you are subscribed to our podcast Or, if you don't want to wait, why not become an Epic Explorer? Then you can enjoy every story all at once, to listen to, watch me tell for you, and even have delivered to you through the post. Listen to the message at the end of this podcast for more details, including a very special bonus if you put Epic Explorer membership on your Christmas list. Right now, though, it only remains for me to say cheerio, and I wish you a Merry Christmas, so cheerio and i wish you a merry christmas ho 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 ho